Welcome to Football with Susan. This is the sound of the crowd going wild. My name's Catherine, and in this podcast, I interview my mum, Susan, about her beloved Geelong Cats and how they're going across the 2021 AFL season. Good afternoon, Fiddy Footy fans. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, oh. well, what can I say, really? A little sad. A little sad. Yes. What a disaster. Not a good start to the season. No, no, no and no. Oh, well, maybe <laughs> I'm very I'm very sorry for your loss. Yes. Uh, our loss, sorry, I should say. Yes. Um, I know, I know. Not a good start to the season. No. First podcast for 2021. Yes. Uh, yes. So maybe what we'll do is we will uh, we will save our feelings of sorrow um, and I might ask you. <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into yeah. it. Um, yes. But I thought maybe because this is our second season of Football mm. with Susan, Yes. The first one was in 2019. Maybe we can uh, do a little bit of a, an intro for people who who may be new to the podcast. Because, <laughs> I mean, we've got a pretty big fan base. So far it's our family oh. and, um, you know, a couple of stragglers. A few interesting. <laughs> yeah. But um, so first off, maybe you could introduce yourself. So who are you? Well, I'm Susan Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm Catherine's mother. Catherine's mum. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Catherine's doing the, the questioning and I'm doing the answering. Yeah. And, and uh, I've been a Cats fan for many, many, many years. How many is many, many? Well, let me see. I think I became a Cats fan back in 1989 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when the brilliant Gary Ablett mm-hmm. um nearly stole the 1989 grand final from Hawthorne single-handedly. Yeah. And uh, since then, I've been a fan. Yes. So that was the start, and that means it's, let's do some quick maths. No, my brain won't let me do maths like that, but it's about four. 31 years. 31 years. 32 years, years. yes. 32 years, okay. So I think that you're well equipped to have your own podcast by now. I think I'm well equipped to have an opinion. Yeah, good, good. And as you know, I can do that fairly freely. (laughs) Well, that's why we've started this whole thing, actually, so that we can uh, share the load. So, you know, my my claim to fame is not much, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's nice to have another viewpoint when it comes to football and a woman's viewpoint at that. Unfortunately, uh, Bridget and I, our, my other daughter, your sister, did not get to go to any of those games. Yeah. So, what um, were your reflections the on the? What were your reflections on the twenty twenty season, which was quite different? Well, of course, uh, we actually had a fairly successful twenty twenty season in the end. Uh, once they went to play in Brisbane, they started playing very well. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Geelong ended up in the in the big grand final at the Brisbane uh, Cricket Ground uh, in October because, mm-hmm. of course, the game the season was extended 
with all the da- weeks that had been missed. And um, but but unfortunately, we didn't. We weren't mm. successful. We lost um, to Richmond, and um, so this year we're trying again. And okay. uh, it, it was a difficult year last year. I mean, the it wasn't. It was difficult for everyone. There were no games with with uh, spectators in most states. Um, it was only the states that had very little COVID that were able to attend some football, mm. but um, it was a fairly, it was a different season all round. I did a lot of watching on the telly. Yeah. Well, I've got to say it was a different season for me too. I think I watched more football than I've ever watched in my life. And that is probably the same for a lot of people. In fact, <laughs> a lot of people probably watch more telly than they've watched oh, in their life. Or, I've watched. Or Netflix or <laughs> podcasts or whatever it is that they, they uh, wanted to watch. But, um, yes, it was a difficult year all round. Things, we couldn't really go anywhere too much. And this year, of course, things are looking fairly positive at this stage of the game. Oh, well, that's good. We're very lucky. Well, there you have it. Oh, no, sorry, we're not talking about football, are we? We're talking... No, we're talking about general societal expectations. (laughs) Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, We've expanded. I'm not quite sure about, Mm. and what I don't quite understand, moving into football, Mm -hmm. is the very first game that Geelong plays this year, not only did we not play at home, which one would think, you know, we were in the grand final last year, the top two teams, oh. we still didn't get to play in our home ground. What's the deal? And who knows? Who makes these decisions? And we played at 4.30 on a hot Saturday afternoon in Adelaide. And, you know, I think to myself, why are we constantly having to deal with this sort of disadvantage? Mm. Um, I mean, admittedly, last year they played most of the season in Queensland and it was fairly warm. Yeah. But still, I just think that the fans deserved more. Ah, okay. So who does make these decisions? I assume that they listen to this podcast, so maybe they can, um, you know, take this into consideration. I think questions need to be asked as Mm. to what what makes – who decides that a a team's uh, play home first? Mm. I mean, let's face it. Richmond played on their home ground first mm-hmm. and will probably play on their home ground quite a lot during the season. So I'm sorry, but I feel that there's a little bit of discrimination going on. Okay, okay. Susan's calling discrimination very early in the season. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, know, I know that Adelaide has every right to play in their mm. home ground, but, hey, they played at home quite a bit last year mm. because they – South Australia wasn't in the same sort of situation as Victoria. Mm. So I'm just feeling a little miffed by that. Okay, feeling miffed. So um, do you have any uh, messages at this stage that you'd like to to give people about the upcoming season? I'm just thinking, what can Football with Susan fans um, expect? Oh, well, probably a lot of of, uh, aggravation Uh and and probably um, some disbelief as to the difficulty in us getting tickets to actually go to the game. Uh-huh. Um, home games, uh, we, Bridget and I decided that we would support our team by, by buying a, a season ticket plus a reserved seat yet again, mm. which is, you know, not cheap. Uh-huh. And, um, so t- and yet tomorrow morning, tomorrow, 10 o'clock in the morning, I have to sit on my computer and make sure that I'm 
successful in actually getting a ticket to attend the game next Friday night. Okay. Should we be concerned about um, that as an event? Like is that – what are the IT implications for this? Oh, well, knowing me, Catherine, the IT implications are huge uh, because as – I should say stress implications of IT. There has been twice in the Mm -hmm. last week where technology has almost beaten me. Uh uh Um, And on Thursday night I decided that instead of, you know, stupid me, I thought that the game last night was going to be in the evening and Mm. I thought we were going to be able to watch it on free-to-air television. Mm. So I didn't take up the offer from Telstra for my $5 a month subscription which I was sort of hot trying to hold off on because I thought our tickets, we've already paid enough to go to the football this year. Do mm. I really want to pay more to watch it? Because last year when we were watching it through the AFL app, we didn't have to pay anything. Mm. But, of course, this year the AFL app doesn't exist anymore and we're watching it through another streaming um, service. They've just done it. Why not? What's uh, uh, but And we have to pay for that. I mean, okay, they've given us a wonderful discount, blah, 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 blah. But I do think that, you know, enough is enough, really. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so um, I, Thursday night, I went in and tried to do, I followed all the directions, went through the processes, and I get stymied by passwords. Password for this, no, we don't (laughs) accept your password. Username, password, doesn't match the, uh, the information that we have on our account. I tried it, I don't know how many times, but of course by then it probably just locked me out altogether. So then I always, as I have to do in the end, resort to my daughters to support me. Not me, I I realise, but that's okay. That's okay. That's not you, Catherine. My other two more. Hey, hey. No, 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 it's fine. (laughs) I've I've got many skills. Uh, I don't ask you for technical advice. No. Um, So anyway... The, the game starts at 4.35. I still can't get in to the sports coverage and I'm getting quite annoyed at this stage and thinking to myself, oh, I just give up. And then you know who actually got me in? Who? Who's the least technologically Dad. savvy in our family? Me. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> the dog. <laughs> who? <laughs> you did. I think there's, there was a glitch in the system and oh. I finally got it sorted just as the game was okay. starting. And um, because I couldn't work out what the problem was, I changed the password about four times and still it wouldn't get let me get in. And wow. Wow. And then, of course, in the end, the last – so I missed the first 15 minutes of the first quarter. Oh. Then I missed the first 10 minutes of the third quarter. And then in the last quarter, the last 15 minutes, the internet just gave up altogether and it was just buffering for the right. whole time. So it basically missed the end of the game. Right. Well, this um, actually, that's interesting because we do have a question from the crowd that definitely relates to this. Um, right. So for those who haven't listened before, we take questions uh, yes. from people who listen. Um, so this question is from your husband, um, Kevin <laughs> Kelly. And the question is, how much of the game were you able to watch and why? So I think that probably answers that question. That's right. Yeah. And, and apart from that, I did watch most of the game and I watched it 
all relatively carefree. I mean, okay. I could see which way this was all heading, and I wasn't getting myself in a state. Okay. I just said, oh, okay, yes, this is not looking good. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh. Anyway, so, yes, to answer that question um, from my husband, um, <laughs> I, I did watch as much as I was able to with the technology that was available. Okay. That's a very political answer, which I like. Um, you should definitely go into politics uh, with answers like that. Let me ask you this. So let's talk about the game. So um, it was Geelong Cats versus the Adelaide Crows played in Adelaide, which obviously is very controversial. Um, and, and the final result was um, Adelaide 103, Geelong 91, so a loss of 12 points. Um, so, yeah, so how, how do you think they played first week back? Well, you know, in the end, the margin wasn't very big at all. It was only two goals. Mm. But during the game, um, the margin had blown out to about 40 points, I think it was, at one stage, and Geelong was not playing well. Mm. Um, how did they go? Look, it seemed to me that the Adelaide players were very young, they were very enthusiastic, mm-hmm. and they were very fast. Does that imply and that the Geelong players were old, not enthusiastic? And what was the other one? Anyway. Ha- uh, slow. Slow. <laughs> uh, I think one could say on the whole oh. in comparison, yes. Oh, um, my gosh. It, it, it was not a good look in the first half. I think Geelong was very slow out of the blocks. I think they'd gone to have a bit of a play, you know. Mm. And um, But I think the Adelaide team had come to win. Mm. So you think they <laughs> and, deserved it? Sorry? You think they deserved the loss? Oh yes, they didn't deserve to win at all. Mm. Now, even though in the last, the last half they came back quite strongly, and in the end, the last, you know, I, as I said, I didn't see the last fifteen minutes, so I really don't know what happened. <laughs> but, but they got closer than I had seen them for the whole game. Yeah, and um, they obviously were coming home very strongly, which they often do. That seems to be the the type of game it is. Also, um, remembering that last year, with the COVID being at the height it was here in Australia, they actually reduced the minutes in the quarters Mm. quite considerably. So the games were a lot shorter. And they've gone back to now the original length of the quarters, so the games are much longer again. Right. And I think that's going to have an impact on uh, games and results. Um, Stamina. Yeah, well, stamina and also often uh, a team will get goals in the last couple of minutes of a quarter because they get either the other team gets tired or, uh, you know, someone gets a bit of a run on, you know, um, rush of blood Mm. and off they go. Mm. Um, Yeah, it did did seem to affect the games a bit, a little bit, I thought. But, um, Mm. yeah, anyway, we certainly didn't deserve to win. Yeah. Any particularly disappointing moments? Look, do you want me to start on the free kicks? Go because on. I actually this is your podcast. Uh, yes. If I not here, where? On the statistics as to what the free kick situation was mm. because it seemed to me in my observation of what was going on that uh, there were a lot of free kicks going to Adelaide right. which didn't seem to be getting reciprocated mm-hmm. when Geelong was in similar situations. Mm-hmm. And if anybody can ever explain to me the holding the ball rule, I will, would love to know exactly what it is because it seems 
seems to be depend, very dependent on which umpire at what time of day it is and who is actually holding the ball okay. um, because it, it was pretty hard to work out what was going on in that rule. Uh, there were a couple of, I thought, iffy decisions about marks um, at, at one stage. The strong player was in front with the ball on his hand, in his hands and they gave it to the opposition and yet he was in the front player. I didn't quite understand that. And the other one with um, Cam Guffrey where somehow he, the other guy ran into him and Cam Guffrey had a free kick against him. I wondered about that one as well. But mostly I was concerned about the 31 free kicks that Adelaide received to the 15 free kicks that Geelong mm. received. I thought that was very... That sounds pretty mm. suspicious. Maybe yeah, the... twice as many. I wonder, that just doesn't mm. seem right to me. You know, it often does go in favour of the team that's actually winning. Um, and it could also be that the crowd at the uh, Adelaide uh, ground was fairly... Um, you know, Adelaide-centric, mm. um, would the umpires have been influenced by this? Not sure that I can answer that question politely. Right. And so could you describe <laughs> Could you describe um, maybe you in action while all of this was happening? <laughs> Keeping it together, I, I assume? Oh, look, I'm always nice. And, uh-huh. um, yes, I just go, what? No. <laughs> That seems to be more my reaction. Great. Maybe we could use that little sound bite for the intro as well. Just you. What? No. That'll be good. Um, let's go to Bridget's question. So we've got a question oh. from the crowd from um, Bridget Kelly. Um, so yes. she's my sister, your daughter, and probably yes. your football buddy, I would say. She's my football buddy. Yep. Yes. And her question, which she predicted might be quite tricky for you, um, oh. would be who was best on ground for Geelong this week? Uh, look, uh, th- that is a tricky one because, um, as I said, there were many large parts of the game that I didn't see. And I did note that uh, in the newspaper today they gave best for Geelong as Patrick Dangerfield. And um, I didn't, in the p- portions of the game that I watched, I didn't um, see that sort of normal Patrick Dangerfield style, mm. but um, I only saw one fairly bad incident, which might be not good. But we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, so who did I think played really well for Geelong? Mm. I thought the new um, guy, uh, one of our new recruits, um, Smith, Isaac Smith, I thought he did very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that um, our ruckman, uh, Reece Stanley, played quite well. Um, I thought that Gary Rowan took a couple of good marks. And um, Tom Stewart, of course, uh, is a wonderful defender. He plays exceptionally well. Cam Guthrie did some really good things. I couldn't tell you personally who was mm-hmm. best on ground okay. because I didn't um, – or best for Geelong. I don't care about the opposition. Okay, well, hopefully Bridget doesn't uh, mind that you haven't picked anyone. <laughs> I don't notice who they are okay. most of the time. Okay. Uh, but, um, you know, they, they, we did, we did uh, struggle a little bit around the ground. There's no doubt about that. Okay, okay. Um, so it seems like, uh, yeah, what do you think of the 2021 team? Anyone you're particularly excited about? Any new people that you're excited about? 
Well, our, of course, our biggest recruit for the year didn't play yesterday, you know, Jeremy Cameron, who's mm-hmm. our recruit coming from the Giants. He, he's he got a bit of a hammy, you know, mm-hmm. a hamstring in, injury. Mm-hmm. And I was looking forward to seeing how he um, uh, dodged up with uh, Tom Hawkins, but, of course, he didn't play. Is so he going to be there next hard, week? Disappointing. And Tom Hawkins was fairly out, outplayed yesterday in the forward line. Mm-hmm. He did get a couple of goals, I saw, but I, I didn't notice him doing anything too remarkably. Um, the uh, the new recruit, as I said, Isaac Smith, I thought he played really well. And I noticed uh, Jordan Clark, who really didn't play much last year. Uh, he He's a young, a young player. He um, also played quite well as, as well, but... Um, does that answer your question? Absolutely. I can't even remember the question. Let's say, <laughs> let's say yes. Let's move on to another question from the crowd. So yep. this one is from Jared Bates, who oh, I would Jared say is, uh, is, pardon? Collingwood supporter. Are we accepting questions from Collingwood supporters? We are. We okay. can accept questions from anyone. We're very right? inclusive here at Football with Susan. Um, and our question from Jared, um, who yes. is being very quiet in the lounge room um, while we record yes. this, is yes. uh, how do you see Geelong filling the Gary Ablett junior void this season? Yes, well, it's a big void to, to fill, isn't it? But, I mean, you know, at his best, you couldn't beat Gary Ablett. He was the best player for his time. I believe, um, but of course he's now getting into his well, he's obviously thirty-seven, thirty-eight this year. So he's really, yes, he's certainly. Um, I guess I'm getting you know, up there allowed too. Allowed to retire from <laughs> uh, major football, mm. and um, so he will be hard to fill the void because he had such a steady influence, and his kicking was just sublime. I mean, you know, he could pinpoint his kicks to whoever he wanted them to go to mm. so beautifully. Mm. Um, so that will be missed. And it's his steadiness, his his general steadiness in his uh, in his playing ability, um, you know, will be missed. Um, but, of course, you know, we have some young guys ready to take his place. So I, I do think it will be hard to fill that void, but I think that um, it will be filled because, you know, he's been pulling back over the last couple of years anyway he's been playing different positions and and certainly not playing in the center anymore he was playing more in the forward line and more on the half forward mm-hmm. uh, rather than anything else and um but biding his time you know he would be choosing the time for him to to make his run mm-hmm. um more than throwing himself into it so i th- yeah i think that there'll be some some um you know some of the some of the new young blood that we have will be able to – oh, they've taken a lot, I think, from his mentoring. I think he's been a person around the club who's given a lot of people a lot of good uh, coaching and mentoring over the years too. So, yes, he will be sadly missed. Okay. Um, and I think we could have done with him yesterday just to kind of steady the, the ship a bit. But, you know, it's time. Okay. Anything else from last night's game that you think is worth mentioning? There was a few injuries, I know. Oh, no, there Worried was a about terrible it? Incident with uh, between Patrick Dangerfield and um, his opposition player from Adelaide. They they bumped heads. It oh. was a quite nasty incident. And not nothing um, meant. It wasn't in any way. Um, 
a deliberate act or anything like that. It was just two people running very fast at the same time to the same place and mm. they ended up colliding. And the, the other guy was ended up worse off having to be taken off oh. the field on a stretcher, which was very bad because, of course, head injuries these days are, are known for their um, long-term mm. detrimental impact. Mm. Um, so that was very unfortunate. And, of course, you know, because of the um, long-term impact and the uh, focus at the moment that the AFL has on trying to protect the heads of players, um, you know, we hit Patrick Dangerfield may find himself um, before the uh, tribunal, which sits sometime oh. during the week, to answer questions as to whether perhaps he could have pulled out of the um, impact. I'm not sure. I, I have seen it a couple of times. I'm not sure whether he had time mm. to pull out or whether he did everything he could to um, avoid um, the other person being hurt. But I, I'm certainly knowing it wouldn't have been deliberate. Yeah. Certainly would never have it been deliberate. Just, you know, it's a rough game. Mm. I wouldn't be playing it for anything. So who, um, who's getting, who's in, who's the, what am I trying to say? Whose game is it next week? What, who's, who okay. are we playing? No, next Friday night, mm -hmm. it is a home game at Geelong mm. Stadium. Yay. You going? Um, and we are playing Brisbane, who are a very good team. But I do notice they were beaten last night. So they've been beaten and we were beaten. And they were um, seen as a, a contention for the premiership this year. So I guess we're both coming off losses next Friday night. But we've only got 50% of the capacity of the stadium allowed to go to the game. So that's where... We're having to vie for tickets. Okay. So, so um, I'm hoping that we will go and that we will see a win. Great. Well, that actually, Kevin Kelly's asked another couple of questions. He sent in, oh, sent in quite a few to this week, I will say, which really? is great. We love questions. So I'll ask, I'll ask one and then I'll ask another one, which I am very confused about. But the one that he has asked that relates to, you, to this is, yes. um, what steps will you be taking to attend next week's game? Right. Well, I have already put in a, a, I have um, been and had a look at all the directions to see how I'm going to do it, how we do it. We've received a barcode from the Geelong Football Club with our bar, uh, the code that we have to actually put into the system. Mm -hmm. And the process is this. As of 10 o'clock, I have to go online to Ticketmaster, <laughs> and I've already made my account with them, mm -hmm. and then I have to go in and find the Brisbane-Geelong game. Yep. And from there they ask about um, uh, tickets. Do I want tickets? Mm -hmm. I have to indicate that, yes, I do, and I have to put down num a number one mm -hmm. against my barcode. I have to type in my barcode. Mm -hmm. Then I have to put a one next to the next line and type in Bridget's barcode uh -huh. and then I have to decide whether we want to sit in the same area that our seats are or whether we'll take wherever they will give us a seat. Uh -huh. And quite frankly, I'm inclined to take just about wherever they will give us a seat. <laughs> Great. Hopefully very <laughs> so close. we can get to the game. Yeah. And then um, hopefully we get back a, a successful confirmation that we have a ticket to enter the ground next Friday night. Great. Well, Dad is a bit concerned about me going into a crowd. Uh huh. So yep. I've decided I'm wearing a mask. Okay. 
Okay, great. That's your decision. Perfect. Yes. Good. Yes. Good for you. I mean, they will. Whether we need to wear one or not, yeah. I'm going to wear it one. It may anyway. hinder your ability to yell um, audibly, but exactly. that maybe that's good. Who knows? No one will know. No one will see who it is. I'm yep. Totally anonymous. You can make whatever faces you want under <laughs> your mask. Um, well, this leads into Dad's second, uh, third question, which, um, I mean, I don't know what it means. I don't know um, whether it will make you feel uncomfortable, but he has asked, was, was Scotty good in bed? Do you know what this means? Is this something we can talk about on radio? I have no idea. Is this something that was just a joke between me and Dad that I shouldn't have read out loud? Maybe. Okay. This morning before I even got out of bed, <laughs> I had to go and check on – I always like to listen to the, the coach's um, – uh, what's the word? I've forgotten. What, uh, uh, press conference. Mm-hmm. I always like to listen to the coach and watch the coach's press conference. So yeah. I um, I fell asleep very quickly last night, and then when I woke up this morning, I don't know where Dad was. I think he was doing his, you know, hundred paces up and down the hallway, and I opened my iPad and I found the Geelong Football Club website, mm-hmm. and I found the last night's press conference with the coach. Uh huh. Sounds very Chris innocent Scott. so far, but yeah. And um, I thought, well, I might as well watch it now because you know I'm quite, I'm quite comfortable. I'm sitting up in bed. I've got my cup of tea, Why not? which my darling husband brings to me every morning. Lovely. And um, I was just sitting there watching the the coach talk about the game, mm-hmm. and um, I get a lot of information. I was I could actually hear the questions this time, so it was quite fun. And he was, you know, being his usual very polite, um, polite self and gave very little away. Um, <laughs> and so your father said to me, that was, that was Scotty in bed today. <laughs> and I said to him, well, I have absolutely no idea, Kevin. <laughs> great. Well, that ha- I'm, I'm filled with relief, to be honest. That's great. Perfect. She'll go and have a few words to you. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I hope, he's keep, I hope he keeps sending in such controversial questions. This is really taking it things to a new level. Um, so we have, um, I noticed, started, Bridget started a, a family footy tipping competition, which yes. is the yes. first footy tipping competition I've been in since high school, I think. Yes. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. My, and I was very impressed with your way of choosing the winners, Catherine, I have to say. Thank you very much. Um, so for those who don't know my way that I have always chosen the winners, um, secretly not being a football fan at all, um, is to just pick who the colours I like best. And I, can't, I, I think it's probably as, as just as, as, a, as a, um, yeah. a good idea as any other that yeah. I've heard. And I thought when I, when I picked the Sydney Swans, um, I thought I like swans. Um I saw some swans yesterday, actually. So I that is this is this really gives you a picture of um of my uh, yeah. technique. Yes. Um. But any any picks for for the winner? Who who do you think is strong at the moment? Only did you see what other people voted for? Um. 
didn't see it. Uh, I haven't actually checked out last night's to see who mm-hmm. people picked. Okay. But I know I'm at two down so far, okay. um, at least. Mm-hmm. And um, I think probably because the Swans deep did beat Brisbane last Ooh. night, probably three down. Okay, well, I picked so the I'm, Swans. Good. Uh, yeah, it's not a good start for me for our footy tipping competition. Right. Oh, that was the other bit of technological thing that I had problems with this week. That was getting into the, the footy tipping. That was rough, I've got to say. <laughs> and Bridget had to help me with that one as well. Good. Um, yeah, nothing just seemed to be working for me this week. And and she tells me it's our internet that's the problem. So. Okay. Well, I feel like that's the... might not be all me. That's a, a good motto for 2020, isn't it? The internet, it's the internet's fault. It's um, the internet's fault. Yeah, it's. and it's still going into 2021. Okay, so we'll yes. keep posted on the, on the tipping uh, competition. Mm. Um, anything but else? You know, your, mm. your father's competitive nature comes out with footy tipping Does competitions. It? Okay. You know, you don't know it's there till you start getting into this and then he's always wanting to know who's, who's winning. Right, <laughs> right. Well, I I think it's fair to say I have no idea, but I uh, look forward to seeing where my colour preference take me um, mm. through the season. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> it's a good idea. I think that you can always uh, guarantee that Geelong will look good mm. because the blue and white stripes is a very smart outfit. Absolutely. <laughs> Mum, I would and never pick against Geelong. Yes. Um, you should know, and I, no, I will say I did. I no. did pick Collingwood um, oh. because I, um, yes. you know, Jar- you know, yes. yes, trying to be supportive. Yes, yes, quite likely. Yes, <laughs> you yes. know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, yeah, exactly. So, anything else you wanted to talk about about the game? Well, look, I just wanted to say that I think we did miss um, last night. We missed um, Harry Taylor quite a bit. Mm-hmm in the back line. You know, he would have had that guy, big fella Tex, under control quite well. And I thought that was a shame that he, well, I know he's retired and it was probably time and so on, but we did miss him quite a bit. Okay. And I'm also wondering why Jack Henry did not play. Why was he an emergency? Mm. He is one of our better defenders, so I'm not quite sure what's going on there. So, do you mean he's got an injury? Does he have an injury, or nope. do you mean he was just not there? He was just not in mm. the team, right? So, and I felt he he needed to be there as well last okay. night. I thought our defence was not as strong as it usually is. Okay, good to know. Mm. Well. So that's about all my all I've got for round one. I, you know, as I said, my, I was a bit it was a bit of a problem because of the lack of being able to actually watch most of it. But um, you know, I'm never short of an opinion, so it doesn't matter. Absolutely, that's what we're here for: some uninformed <laughs> opinions. I think. Well, from me, yours is slightly more informed. Um, well, let's ask this question, which we asked in our in our first season um, every week. Uh, out of ten. How likely do you think it is that Geelong is going to win the premiership this year? Well, gosh, on last night's performance, I'd say it's about a five. Not bad. Um, they were. They were. They <laughs> just didn't look good at all. They, were, they looked slow and um, not quite as sharp. So, but it's a long season, Catherine. It's only the first round, and we'll see what I think after next Friday night. Great. All right. Well, okay. this has been fun. That has been. Thanks, Mum. It has Mom. been fun.
So, footy fans, especially you cats fans, keep catting on. <laughs> keep what? Keep catting on. Catting on. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Football with Susan. Uh, thank you to Susan and to everyone who contributed questions from the crowd. Uh, if you've got a question for Susan, please feel free to let me know. My guess is if you're listening, you probably got a way to contact me. Uh, so please feel free. Bye.